Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bayman Review podcast, episode three of season two. And I'm so excited because today we have a very, very special guest, Wanya Khawand. How are you, Wanya? Hi, hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So um, I'm going to go right ahead and introduce what our podcast is. So this is a podcast where we tackle issues ranging from life hacks to politics to government and MUN tips. And I'm very excited because today we're actually talking about MUN with our very own excellent pro-debater, who's very known for her ability to crush everybody in in MUN and and her ability to come up with ideas and discussions and um, defenses on the spot. And I was very intrigued by when I saw her in action. So that's why I'm very glad that she's our guest today. So Monia, I'm actually going to leave the floor to you to introduce yourself in a couple of words and we can dive right into the questions I have for you today. Absolutely. Thank you, Haya. You're way too kind, I have to say. (laughs) Everyone. My name is Munyal Khawand, and I am the Undersecretary General for Committees of Bayman 2021. I am a senior student in economics and political studies with a minor in international law, and I'm also the president and the co-founder and treasurer of the Esports Club. Okay, thank you, Munya. So your credentials say it all. And obviously, you know, part of Bayman and ABMUN, one can say that you are an MUN enthusiast. So can you start us off by telling us how you started your journey in MUN? Absolutely. It's actually an interesting situation. Okay. Um, like a lot of people, my first MUN experience was at GCLAU MUN. I okay. was a student at Jamhur, Collège Notre-Dame de Jamhur, and we did send a delegation to GCLAU MUN every year, but MUN wasn't a big part of our school life. So literally no one knew what it was about. If you got lucky and you heard about it, you might participate in it. I Mm -hmm. happened to have been the student of the professor who's responsible for uh, Jamhur's MUN program. And he liked me very much. And he was really one of the best teachers I've ever had. It was very interesting. So when he talked about MUN, he encouraged me to apply. He told me, I think this is something that's really good for you. It's recognized internationally. And I think it would be a wonderful experience for you. So naturally, mm-hmm. I was intrigued. United Nations, debate, all of this talk. I didn't know what I was getting into, but I trusted his judgment. So I decided to join. And it was life-changing. I have to say, wow. it was absolutely incredible. The sheer energy within the committee session, mm-hmm. the debating, research, the uh, entire crisis, everything about it, I was completely hooked. Unfortunately, wow. as per our school's policies, I wasn't allowed to join MUN again when uh, during my time in Jamhur. So I had to okay. wait until I was in college. And one day during the club's day at AUB, I'm walking around and I see a stand that says AUB Model United Nations. <laughs> and immediately I made the connection. I hadn't done MUN in three years since I was in, oh, wow. uh, in second. But uh, as soon as I saw the stand, I just knew that I had to, to go and ask and everything. And I decided mm-hmm. to let my curiosity guide me and to try it out. And the rest is history. I went to AUBMUN. I traveled during my first year. I went to MUNTR, where I won Outstanding Delegate. Then I went to Paimon in Paris, because obviously one conference wasn't enough for the <laughs> newly addicted Munya, where yeah. I won the Best Delegate. And I was also invited to chair in Pakistan that same year. So it was absolutely incredible. 
Uh, wow. The year after that, I went to Harvard Worldman, where I won the Diplomacy Award. And then 2020 hit. So that was um, very slow on the MUN side of things since the pandemic forced all of the major conferences to postpone their events to 2021. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 2021, I believe, uh, was perhaps the crowning achievement of my MUN career because I was part of the delegation of AUBMUN that went to Harvard Worldman and became the very first delegation from the MENA region to win the best delegation award at the most prestigious conference in the world. I'm literally getting goosebumps right now as you're talking. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. You should see my arms and see the goosebumps there. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm really intrigued by your story and your history. I didn't know that it started off this way. And one question that I wanted, that I didn't want to interrupt you, obviously, but um, did you know at the time when you were getting into MUN that you had a knack for debating? Did you know, like, you knew you you liked facing people with strong. Um, defenses and like you can come up with them on the spot like was it a talent that you realized you had or you didn't until you got into MUN? To a certain extent I knew that I was very comfortable with public speaking you know in school you do a lot of presentations um, yes some theater uh, as an extracurricular so I did Mm -hmm. a lot of that and I knew that I was very comfortable when speaking. Monia in a play were you in a play like an actual play? Yes but I cannot reveal that Oh that's my god, <laughs> that's so yes. cool! I, I did that's that so three cool. years of theater. It was very interesting. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> okay, you. I was in theater as well. I was in a, a, a play my last year, my senior year. Um, it was a great experience. So we're we're fellow theater enthusiasts as well. Um, do we have a name? Like, is it theat- much theatrics? Like people who are who like theater and every- I think there's a name for it. I'll figure it out. I'll let you know <laughs> off the record. <laughs> yeah, off the air. Um, okay, um, so. Do you have anything you want to add before I jump to my next question? Yeah, so essentially, I, I just knew that I would be comfortable with other people, but I didn't know uh, about my skills when it came to debating, you know, when it came to rebuttals, mm-hmm. to actually going back and forth. Yes, I just yeah. knew about addressing an assembly, not about having them address me back. Something that I discovered when I went to uh, GCLU, MUN, up until then, I was science nerd I wanted to become an astrophysicist and then I went to MUN and my entire career plans changed radically I just knew that this is something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life and that's why you got into the majors you're in now with economics and political science and international law that's really incredible do you plan on becoming a lawyer one day or do you plan on working at the UN I used to I used to plan on going to law school but then I realized that Uh, I needed something different, that this wasn't my calling. Mm -hmm. And yes, I do plan Mm -hmm. on working at the UN or at some other international organization, which is why I'm going to be master. Wow, that's incredible, Monia. Thank you. Wow, that's incredible. Um, Wow, in just seven minutes, I got to know Monia from a completely different perspective. I'm so intrigued (laughs) to learn more about you. So uh, how about you tell us how... So you told us how you kind of went went through like the process of AUBMUN and eventually you risen, you've risen up the ranks to become president this year. So what are your goals for this year, at least for AUBMUN? And now that you're also USG of committees, I believe you were USG as well last year, but before the, the conference was canceled. So what is a piece of advice that you have for people who are as passionate about MUN as you are 
and want to see themselves rise up the ranks one day and become in such like become in these positions reach these uh, positions sorry absolutely so i will first start by answering the first part of your question which is what were my goals as president of AUBM mm-hmm. for this year um yeah. a lot of clubs unfortunately went into this year with the sole idea of surviving you know living long enough getting just enough members doing just enough activities to see 2021 2022 uh because mm-hmm. of the pandemic because of online learning none of us really your mentality than that but this is something that the AUBM UN cabinet as a whole rejected we just knew that if we went into this year without any other goal then we would really be robbing our members of the experience they deserve honestly we wanted to give them a lot more than that we wanted to make this as uh, enjoyable an experience and as useful an experience as possible So mm-hmm. we try to adapt to the digital world as much as possible and thankfully MUN does translate well into a digital format. Uh yeah. so it's not exactly the same spirit or the same experience but it does offer pretty comparably uh, pretty comparably transferable skills and experiences. So that worked mm-hmm. out really well. And we just knew that we wanted to rise above our struggles. We wanted to send a statement. Everything that we did this year was about showing people who we are what the lebanese youth is capable of when they are given the chance to thrive when they are given the chance to shine and we just wanted to show everyone that we were above our struggles and that we could rise above the situation that we found ourselves in so everything Amazing. we did was just a message to all of our fellow students that we are bigger than what we are going through and that we can prevail no matter what it's all and trust about- me that message came through That Thank message you, definitely came through. Then I'm I, so proud of everything that you've done. Like as someone who sees everything that's going on from the outside, like as an outsider, someone who is not as enthusiastic as, uh, about MUN as you are and who has never really been in an MUN initiative before. Like I'm so grateful to have been part of this experience to see how it actually works and plays out. And it's actually such a beautiful thing. And I really hope that people who are listening now who still have time and can get into MUN related stuff do take the opportunity to do that because you're going to learn a lot about yourself like Monia has and you're going to learn a lot about how to stand your ground and fight for yourself because in the end that's what you're doing right absolutely and then hi i'm happy to say that i've achieved my goals since this is what you're exactly. telling me if yep. you are only the only person who this message and i'd like to think that you are not <laughs> then that means that we have... so i'm sure i'm not the only one saying that Thank you very much for saying that. And as you said, to all of you listening out there, to all of you who still have the time to join an MUN experience, such as Nudge Nudge, I cannot yes. recommend it enough. Like, as I, I learned so much about my own interest, as you had probably listened, it completely changed my entire career outlook. I never would have imagined myself being able to go head with some incredibly well-learned and incredibly well-educated and uh, well-read uh, uh, people. Uh, I never would have imagined being able to travel to meeting that many incredible delegates that come from different countries to learn about so many different cultures, so many different topics, and just acquire so many life skills. I cannot recommend the MUN experience enough. So to all of our listeners, if you have time, and I actually encourage you to make the time if it's a bit tough for you, uh, 
I can only recommend that you join an MUNX. that we everything that we can to make this our best shares that are absolute veterans, that are absolute masters mm-hmm. of their. I'm sorry, I believe I cut off for a second. No worries, no worries. You can continue. Thank you. I was, as I was saying, we have chairs that are mapped. We have topics that will honestly take you to the most complex and interesting of situations and nooks and crannies of international law and international Mm -hmm. relations. Mm -hmm. We have crises that I I cannot tell you much about, but they are (laughs) uh, sure to spice things up during committee sessions. And of course, all of the other incredible teams which are here and trying to give you the most enjoyable experience to date. So my advice to all of you, if I can motivate you, uh, aside from acquiring lifelong skills, from meeting amazing people and building an incredible network of like-minded individuals who are extremely well accomplished and extremely well learned and who will know undoubtedly an amazing and positive influence on your life, I'm telling you that MUN is also a journey of self-discovery. Exactly. You you phrased that beautifully. And if I had the chance to get into MUN now, I would, believe me. Um, and this brings me to my next question about um, debating. And like I said, I'm going to keep saying this, you are an excellent debater. And I got the chance to witness that, in, in, to witness you in action, to witness that in person. And I was intrigued and so... Um, I was, what's the word? Like, I felt so intimidated. That's the word. Like, I wanted to give it a shot, see what came out of it. I didn't succeed that well. But like, you were so incredibly inspiring. And there are people out there who want to get into debating, who want to be able to come up with good defenses and rebuttals when they can. So what are some tips that you have for potential debaters or for those who have it in them but don't know that it exists yet as a skill? Of course. So first of all, I'd like to say that you were absolutely incredible. I saw you in action. (laughs) And I'm absolutely objective when I'm saying that you did an amazing job. Thank you, Anya. Thank you. It means a lot coming from you. (laughs) I'm being truly honest. (laughs) So my first advice is take your time. Um, By taking your time, first, I mean, do not expect to become a debating whiz on the first try. Things take time. Like you would, are not going to be a beast at the gym on your first day and the same goes for debating. And for this mm-hmm. reason, don't compare yourself ever because debating in the end is just talking. You know, it, it's making your own voice heard. And just like all of us have a different voice, just like all of us have to say we all have different methods of debating some of us are more of a fiery super passionate person others are you know this tranquil uh, placid force that that cannot be moved so all of us are mm-hmm. different which is why i advise you to only compare yourself to who you were during your last debate and who you want to be during your next one and when i say take your time that also applies to the debate itself do not just jump right in and just hope for things to fall into place just take a uh, take a second excuse me take a deep breath collect your thoughts collect yourself and go for whatever it is that you want to say and my next advice is very things 
and mistakes will happen. Sometimes you will say the wrong thing. Sometimes you will get hung up on a word. Sometimes you will completely blank. And that is okay. That happens to absolutely everyone. And you shouldn't panic if those moments happen. Those moments are completely natural. Those are absolutely uh, vital learning experiences. And they truly humanize the debater as well. So if you ever find yourself uh, in kind of a a tough spot, just, again, take a deep breath. Don't be afraid of just moving on to the next sentence or saying something else. Or just take your time to collect your thoughts. So it's very important to remain calm and collected and being the master of your own thoughts. So this is extremely important. Uh, of course, passion that comes and you, you might get inspired and you get a bit theatrical and dramatic. And that is a very good thing. But so long as you have inner peace, as you're calm on the inside, this is re- really what matters here. So never be afraid to just take a couple of seconds to collect yourself and collect your thoughts. I love that. Thank you so much, Monia. These are incredible pieces of advice. And I'm sure that our listeners appreciate that as much as I do. Um, my next question is actually not necessarily related to debating, but it's more so what you're looking forward to this year with the committees and the chairs. I know that you kind of touched on this in your answer before, but if you could just highlight again, um, you know, what are the expectations that delegates should set from their committees, from their chairs? And as, you know, from a marketing perspective on our social media pages, we're trying to highlight the chairs as much as we can this year. We're giving them so much space um, and so much freedom to express themselves, to introduce themselves to the delegates, because like you said before, um, you touched on the concept of humanizing the process. And that's exactly what we're trying to do, because we're not we want people to see MUN as an initiative or a project or, um, you know, something that they want to be a part of, they desire to be a part of. Because from my perspective, when I was younger in high school, I had the chance to get into MUN if I wanted to, but I saw it as such an intimidating thing and it didn't seem so human to me. So that's what we're trying to do this year as much as we can to humanize MUN, to make it seem more personal and for people to just enjoy themselves as they're speaking and as they're debating, like you said. So now I'll leave the floor to you and for you to answer the question. And then we'll jump to the next few questions we have. Thank you, Haya. So first, I would like to say that I really appreciate your initiative and all of the work that your team has been doing this year. It Thank is you. absolutely wonderful to see this more human side of MUN that is not just exactly. all, uh, sharp suits and uh, incredible debating and mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. heated questions. So I really want to thank you for this. And I want to thank you for giving the chairs a chance to express of themselves, introduce themselves course. to the delegates. I am very, very proud of the team that we have put together for this year. As you can all Me imagine... Too. Um, online work is not easy on anyone or in any medium essentially definitely any any field it's going to be a huge challenge and they have been putting so much effort keeping up with tight deadlines and delivering such amazing work that i honestly cannot wait uh, to unveil to the delegates so i'm very thank you so much money and i hope that everyone is going to appreciate the work that they have put on uh, uh in uh creating their committees and their background guides and selecting their topics. So delegates, Mm -hmm. I'm now talking to you. In Bayman 2021, here is what you can expect. One, amazing, gritty, extremely complex and interesting topics. When I say complex, I don't mean difficult to understand. I mean that they are layered and they can take you in many different directions, which gives you a lot of freedom and liberty when it comes to picking subtopics, 
or maybe conducting your research. So complex does not mean difficult. It just means more layered and more interesting. I'm interesting on this point so that uh, perhaps <laughs> the newer delegates don't get too intimidated by this. You can expect the most passionate dais that you could ever dream about for them to be all of this work during a pandemic, during their finals, during the spring semester, I can guarantee you that they are here out of pure passion and pure love for the craft. We have meetings every week. They have many tasks to do. And I honestly want to thank them for all the incredible work that they have been delivering. Definitely. And that Definitely. really means that they are passionate about what they are doing. So expect to see that next. We are we talked about the crises. As you know, in Bayman, we like to spice things up during our committee session. So do expect a few surprises to be thrown your way just to see how delegates, you know, can think on their feet, how they can react to different international situations. So a lot of creativity and a lot of thought is being put into those uh, so that we can make the experience as organic as it can possibly be. So delegates, really, you are incredibly lucky to have the team uh, that has been put together this year. And I really look forward to you meeting them, to debating with them, and most importantly, to learning from them. This is something that I really want to stress upon that MUN is a learning experience. No one is born a veteran delegate. No one is born a best delegate. This is acquired and achieved through repetitive um, participation at MUN conference through experience and through dedication. So to all of you who are first-timers and still hesitating whether or not you should join Bayman, yes, do it. Because the road to becoming a best delegate, the road to becoming a secretary general is first joining your first conference, first, you know, taking that first step. So um, all of our chairs are extremely understanding and they are here to teach you to show you how things are done and to make the experience as smooth as possible. Don't be afraid of asking questions. Don't be afraid of reaching out. Do not think that anyone is going to judge you for asking this or that. No one expects you to know all the ins and outs of an MUN conference, especially on the first try. And this is why we are here to help you. This is why we are trained to help you and to answer all of your questions. So just like when you're in class, you are not expected to know everything about the chapter and the professor is here to answer all of your questions. So are we at Bayman ready to make this as smooth an experience for you. Only truly help you and truly help you, you know, fill in the gaps in your knowledge if you tell us what those are. So don't be shy. <laughs> that is something very important. Thank you so much, Moni. And you actually answered my next question, which was like one what is one tip you have for delegates this year? So you answered that beautifully and you phrased it in an amazing way. And I'm sure, I'm really, really 100% sure that if there are still some delegates, potential delegates who are hesitant to sign up for Baymon now, after they listen to this episode, they're not going to be as hesitant anymore. So thank you so much for joining us today, Monia. I'm so, so, so honored to have interviewed you um, and to have learned so much about you. I'm so intrigued by all your experiences and you're an excellent example of what going into MUN produces and like what MUN produces in terms of um, public speakers who are confident in their craft, who know what they want to do, who choose a certain path and are convinced of it. So your conviction and your ability to 
romance a room is forever going to inspire me. So thank you so much for everything that you've done and for everything that you're doing for Bayman this year and AUBMUN. Um, if there's anything else you want to leave us with, you can. The floor is yours. And if not, then we wrap up and we thank our amazing audience for listening. Thank you very much, Haya. It really was an honor to be here with you today. It was absolutely a pleasure to be interviewed by you. I love your question. Just a side thing I would like to say, you are an incredible interviewer. It was Thank a most you. enjoyable experience. So I do I'm want so to glad. say uh, one last thing to our listeners, if that of is course. possible. Um, of course. I know that a lot of us are going through a tough time. We have a lot of concerns. We have a lot of things on our minds. For example, we're uh, worried about the situation. We're worried about the pandemic. We're worried about the finals. But I am asking all of you to not relay extracurriculars to the bottom rung of your list of priorities. Because first of all, they are an absolute staple of university life. This is where you're going to learn the lifelong skills that you really are going to be using in your future career or in mm -hmm. all of your future endeavors. This is where you're going to meet the people that think like you, share the same interests as you, and perhaps have a lot of different experiences that they can share with you. So this is where you're going to really find your group of people, the people that will really be useful to you in your future career or be part of your future social circle. So seize the opportunities that you see. Do not be the student that just goes into the university, uh, goes through a few classes and just waits to get their degree and get out of there. And college is a very important phase and an important stepping stone going from student to a citizen and to full-time worker and employee. And this is a time for you to explore your interests and to explore your curiosities because curiosity really does get rewarded in college. So do not let go on some potentially amazing skills or potentially wonderful friendships and connections just because you were brought down by a difficult situation. And I fully understand that what we're going through is absolutely unprecedented and poses a huge challenge to most of us. But I am telling you that if it's in within your capabilities, this can potentially have life-changing repercussions. And I know that because I am speaking from experience. Seize the opportunities that are given to you as much as you can, because you never know what beautiful, beautiful repercussions are going to blossom from that. For example, I, I know we have met Haya if I hadn't exactly this year exactly. Well. I, could, I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have met everyone on the Bayman team and for that I'm so so grateful and I couldn't agree more with everything you said because I'm a strong advocate for joining extracurriculars and being part of the community as much as you can because it's not about your the internships that you do only it's about the friendships and the connections you make in college that will pay off eventually. Because who knows where I might end up, you know, Munya, I might meet her sometime, our, our paths might cross at some point 20 years from now and we'll need each other. We might start a business together. Who knows? Like there's so much, there's so much potential. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So I, again, I'm so glad that you joined us here today, Munya, and I'm sure that our audience agrees. And thank you so much. I'm, I thank you for tuning in, guys, for hearing me and Monia hype each other up because I feel like that's what we've been doing this whole episode. But all I can say is tune in for next week because we have an amazing guest joining us as well. And I'm really looking forward to recording that episode. So thank you guys for listening this far. And thank you, Monia, once again. Thank you, Haya. And thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Have a wonderful Thanks. day. Thanks. <laughs>
You too. Bye.